Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for May 26th, 2020. First of all, I would like to say that I trust that you had a good Memorial Day weekend. I thank God for all of those who have gone before us. I served in the army for 25 years. Uh, we like to say that all of us gave some, but some gave all. Some paid the ultimate cost, the ultimate sacrifice. And so we honor those that went before us and paid the price for our freedom because freedom is not free. So let me get into this message for this morning. I've been teaching a series entitled Faith and Patience. I trust that it's been a blessing to you. We've been in this series for over five weeks now. This is part, actually going up on six weeks. This is part 29 of the overall series. The title of today's message is, There's a Lesson in It. Listen, what you're facing right now, I'm telling you, there's a lesson in it. As I teach this message, I want you to open up your heart to what God is saying to you specifically today in the season that you're in, there is a lesson in it. Let's get into it. James 1, 2 through 4 says, my fellow believers, when it seems as though you're facing nothing but difficulties, you should see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. For you know that when your faith is tested, actually what's happening is it's developing the power inside of you to endure all things. And when this patient endurance grows inside of you, stronger and stronger and stronger. It releases perfection into every area, every aspect of your life until the point where you are perfect and entire, where you have nothing missing and nothing lacking. You are grown up. This is what it looks like to be a mature believer. You believe God and you're able to endure and hold on and keep on believing no matter how long it takes before you see in your hands what God revealed in your heart. Say amen to that. All right. In Genesis chapter 39, the Bible says, but there, in jail, God was still with Joseph and he caused his favor to go before him and he put him in good terms with the head jailer and the head jailer put Joseph in charge of all the prisoners. He wound up running the entire operation. The head jailer gave Joseph free reign. He never checked on him because God was with him and the favor of God was on him. And so God also saw to it that whatever Joseph did was successful. And then finally, Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says that there is a right time, a right season for everything. And everything on earth will happen at just the right time. So what does this mean to you today? On this Tuesday morning, as you're seeking to set the tone for the whole week, I have three things to share with you on this morning from this story, from this season, from this series. And as I get into these three things, I want you to open up your heart to receive three things. Number one, here we go. Joseph still had some growing to do as a person. And so do we. Look, quite honestly, no matter how much you think you've grown, we all have some growing to do. When Joseph was, was under his father's roof, yeah, he had the favor of God on his life. I mean, he was the favorite son, and, and yeah, he knew how to enjoy the favor of God as far as experiencing it, but he didn't know how to handle it. I taught you before that he flaunted the favor. He didn't remain humble and his lack of humility caused bitterness and resentment in his brothers. So he had a lot of learning to do. And we all go through this phase. We all know what it's like to be young and dumb. <laughs> and we have a lot of learning to do. Later on, he's in Potiphar's house. While he's in Potiphar's house, he got his first exposure to leadership. When he was at home, he wasn't in charge of nothing. But at Potiphar's house, he's in, he's in charge of people. He's, he's in charge of the whole operation. He learned how to lead others. He learned how to allocate resources. He was responsible and accountable for all of the operations of the home. And he didn't know it, but God was actually preparing him for his life's assignment. The issue for Joseph was that since his call was so big. Like, I mean, he was called to be the prime minister of Egypt. So since the call on his life was so big, 
he didn't realize that the time of preparation was commensurate with the size of the call. Let me say that again. The, the time of preparation was commensurate with the size of the call. See, see, that's how it is with all of us. Once Joseph became the prime minister of Egypt, he was going to be responsible for millions of people. He would be directly responsible for a national logistics operation that would save the entire nation and surrounding nations during seven years of famine. So that's a big assignment. So he had to learn a lot of stuff before he was ready for that assignment. Before God could just thrust him into his destiny, there were things that he had to learn, right? So a few things that we can learn from this, a few things that we can glean from this season of his life. First thing is that the size, look at me, the size of your call, when you, when you fully digest and process the enormity of what, whatever it is that God has called you to do, the size of your call is directly proportional to the amount of preparation that will be required for you to undergo or to endure in order to be able to walk in it. So if, you, if you're called to do something great, then there's going to be a great level of preparation required for you in order to walk in that grace, in order to walk in that anointing. So you must be committed to lifelong learning. Now, the point of lifelong learning, you've heard it. Many of you that watch this are in the military. Many of you that watch this are in corporate America. You've heard lifelong learning before as it relates to your profession. You've heard lifelong learning before as it relates to your career. But what I'm saying today is you got to understand or receive or process or open your heart to the concept of lifelong learning as it relates to your assignment, as it relates to your destiny, as it relates to your call. You must learn lesson after lesson after lesson. The evolution will never stop, right? God's requirement of you will never stop. You must be committed to learning for a lifetime. And understanding this is going to, this is why I'm teaching this. Why? Because this series is about patience. If you understand that there's if you take a macro view and understand that God is actually doing something and that you are learning things today for your tomorrow, then it will help you to have patience while you know that greater is coming. Say greater is coming, all right? So there's a lesson in every time, in every season, in every stage of our lives. And when we feel like, or maybe you feel like this morning, like you're not moving forward, maybe you feel like you're spinning your wheels, then, then pause for a moment and take a moment to think about the lessons that you need to learn. What is it that you need to learn in your today that's, that's actually getting you ready for your tomorrow? Because if you don't learn the lesson, God won't shift the season. Let me say that again. If you don't learn the lesson, God won't shift the season. But once you learn the lesson, then God is able to shift you into the next season, into the next stage. Say amen to that. All right, number two. Joseph still has some learning to do about Egypt. <laughs> As much as Joseph learned about Egypt in Potiphar's house, there was a lot that he didn't know. And there was a lot that he needed to know for his life's assignment. So there he was in prison. But this wasn't just any prison. This was a prison reserved for offenses against the king or the throne. So Joseph, as much as he learned in, in Potiphar's house about Egypt, he didn't know. There's a lot of things he had to learn. First of all, he didn't know anything about running a prison, right? Second of all, he didn't know anything about running this particular prison, a prison that, that had a direct communication with the throne. He was placed in charge of an entire penitentiary, basically, and he was learning things there that was preparing him to be the prime minister of Egypt. Let me highlight a few things. He learned how the Egyptian government worked. When he was in Potiphar's house, 
He wasn't learning how the Egyptian government worked. He was just learning about Egypt. He was learning about Egyptian people. But now in prison, he's learning about the Egyptian government. He learned how to communicate with the government, how to put in requests to receive resources. He learned how to format the requests. Like, like if it was today, he, was, he would be learning how to for, fill out the forms, how to format the emails. Like, how is it that you're supposed to communicate with the government? He was learning all that. He learned how to lead on another level. When he was at Potiphar's house, he was responsible for a few people. But now he's responsible for running a federal penitentiary. He was responsible for other men. He was responsible for an entire logistics operation. He was responsible for communicating the status of the prison with the throne. All of these things were preparing Joseph for his life's assignment. All of these things were part of God's plan. So what can we glean from this? Let me tell you, listen, there is a sovereign God. Look at me. There is a sovereign God at work in your life. He is, if your life was a chessboard, God is moving pieces around the chessboard for you. God is, is working out his overall plan. You are not a mistake and God is not mistaken. Let me say that again. You are not a mistake. You are here on purpose. You're on this planet for a reason. And God is not mistaken. God didn't make a mistake. You are where you're supposed to be. God's plans and purposes will prevail. That's Proverbs 19 and 21. So while God is moving pieces around the chessboard of your life, let me share this with you. You may not like every move. Joseph didn't like every move. He didn't like every phase. I don't like every move. I don't like every phase. You may not appreciate the significance of the situation or the stage or the season that you're in right now. But if you keep living long enough, you will look back. You, one day, you're going to wake up and look back over the current situation that you're in right now with the benefit of the context provided to you by hindsight. And you'll be able to look back and realize that you were not as prepared for your future as you thought you were. And God was preparing you for what he called you to do. Number three, and finally, this is the last point for today. Joseph's today was preparing him for his tomorrow. In order to truly be patient, I'm teaching you about faith and patience. In order to truly be patient in this season, knowing when you really know that God has called you to greater, when you, when you look in the mirror and you know that where you are right now is not where you're called to be, and it's like the earth hasn't caught up with your reality yet, I got it. But for you to really be patient, you got to learn this lesson. As I close, this is my, my last lesson, and it may be the greatest lesson of today. If you don't remember anything else from today, remember this. If it's not the thing, it's the thing getting you ready for the thing. <laughs> where you are right now, where you are right now, what you're living right now, maybe, maybe this is not the thing. And if it's not the thing, then it's the thing getting you ready for the thing. When Joseph was in prison, he knew that it was not the thing. When Joseph was in prison, he was like, man, this ain't the dream. This is not what I saw. This is not what God revealed. This is not what God deposited on the inside of me. No, it was not the thing, but it was the thing getting him ready for the thing. Joseph was running the largest operation he had ever run in his life. He was responsible for things he had never been responsible for. But even then, God was preparing him for greater. You may look at your life right now, today, 
in the middle of 2020, in the middle of COVID-19, and you may acknowledge that this is not that, that God showed you something in your heart and you get up in the morning, you say, God, this is not that. Okay, fine. This is not the thing. Maybe it's not the thing. Maybe it's not the thing that, that God placed in your heart, but I'm telling you that this is the thing that is getting you ready for the thing. And you got to make the most of your today. You got to make the most of your today so you can be ready for your tomorrow. So, I, and listen, I'm in the same boat. I'm, I'm living just like you. I'm living with an expectation of manifestation. I'm still waiting on God to say, son, it's your time. It's your seat. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for God to do what he said. I, this is not what, listen, as blessed as I am, I know that this is not that. As blessed as I am, I know that this is not the thing. So I'm preaching to myself this morning. I'm saying that this is not the thing, but it's the thing preparing you for the thing. You got to make the most of your today while you wait on your tomorrow. You have to make the most of this season as God is preparing you for the next. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and I want you to declare this over your life. Say, Father, I am committed to lifelong learning. I know that there are lessons that I must learn today that will prepare me for my tomorrow. So my heart is open to every lesson. You have called me to do something great. Therefore, I understand that the amount of preparation is directly proportional to the size of the call. So I am willing to endure whatever I must endure, to learn whatever I need to learn, and to grow as much as I need to grow in order to do what I am called to do. Today may not be the thing, but it is the thing that is getting me ready for the thing. So I will make the most of my today as I wait on my tomorrow. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address there. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. If you're watching on Facebook Live or YouTube Live, leave me some comments in the chat. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, hit the like button. Listen, as you head into this day, knowing, <laughs> just know this, this is the thing getting you ready for the thing. Make the most of your today. There's a lesson in it and God will elevate you to your tomorrow. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. God bless you.